Hello, welcome to People for the Plants, Plants for the People. Keeping with the harvest season and in honor of my upcoming birthday, I would like to introduce my very good friend, the apple, as well as the crab apple. Not every year, but often, to celebrate my solar return, I go apple picking with whomever will join me. I love apples, and they are not only a very healthful, medicinal plant, but they are also quite versatile in the kitchen and a great storage food. Apples are a member of the rose family. They are astringent and sour, sometimes sweet. Medicinally, they are cooling, nourishing, and they tone our tissues. Apples thrive in temperate climates and were especially prolific in the northeastern United States before colonizers went westward. The crabapple itself is considered native to the continent and has historical records of being found across the temperate regions. Crabapples and apples in general thrive in the forest edge zone, in fields, and along streams where they receive full sun and can form colonies if uninhibited. They can tolerate many soil conditions, but optimal conditions include moist, well-drained, medium pH soils. Apples have alternately arranged dark green oval leaves with slightly serrated edges, a pattern common to the rose family. The undersides are slightly fuzzy and have a lighter green color. The flowers bloom in spring, around when the leaves begin to bud, and are white to pink with five petals, another common rose family attribute. Fruits mature in late summer or fall, as we are experiencing right now. Apples produce crops in a biennial fashion unless selected to do so otherwise, which we see with modern commercial varieties. Apples are said to originate from Central Asia and since traveled to Europe as well as North America. The crab apple is considered native to North America. All apples are descendants of the crab apple, which is essentially the wild apple. Crab apples were selected over the years to produce apples for cider as well as dessert. At one point in the United States, every farm had apple trees, many grown from seed, rather than grafting, which is popular now. Cider was a beverage everyone could make and one many did, partially because it made water safe, much like beer in historical Europe. Many cultivars brought to the U.S. were established in France and passed around. Because colonizers brought over seeds and for many years continued to plant trees from seed, many, many unique varieties sprung up across the states in a rather short period of time. Then, during Prohibition, because so many folks made their own cider from apples and alcoholic imbibement was not only discouraged but outlawed, people were also encouraged to cut down their apple trees. So as to avoid temptation, I suppose. Apples are commonly dried, mashed, or juiced, as well as stored whole for the winter. They are delicious on their own, but are also often added to preserves, fruit snacks, ferments, and sauces to generally enhance flavor and add sweetness. Apples are delicious and nutritious eaten raw and are an excellent addition to baked goods. I personally love a good apple on a sunny autumnal afternoon, and I can't get enough dried apples for overwinter snacking. Native Americans have a long history with crab apples. They incorporated apples, specifically the bark, into their medicinal practices and saved crab apples for food. Apples contain a fair amount of vitamin C, which is an important vitamin for maintaining immune wellness, especially in the winter months when colds and flus can hit hard. They would mash or dry crab apples and save them later for eating. 
Some tribes in the Pacific Northwest heavily relied on crabapple as a food and tended stands of these trees for generations, sometimes even hopping from island to island to harvest. Some groups would eat the crabapple raw, others would soften them in cedar boxes with water, which sweetened them over time. And of course, many dried the fruit like I already mentioned. Apples contain pectin, so they could also be added to jams and preserves. The bark was applied as a tea or wash for black eyes, snow blindness, and other eye issues like cataracts, as well as mouth sores. Some tribes have recorded application for the roots, one being for suppressed menses. Tribes also made bark teas for diarrhea, dysentery, and general stomach troubles. Crabapple and wild cherry bark tea was a general cure-all tea for some tribes as well. Modern applications reflect tribal knowledge. Apples, and especially alcoholic apple cider, has long been a remedy for settling an upset tummy. The flesh of the fruit was said to clean plaque on the teeth. That doesn't mean eating apples is a substitute for brushing, especially since our modern apples are much sweeter than traditional varieties. Older documented applications from the United States include crabapple juice as a general mouthwash as well as a remedy for tonsillitis, sore throats, and general mouth disorders. Hildegard von Bingen took the spring leaves with sap from the tea for cataracts. There are so many apple varieties it is hard to count them. There are an estimated 7,500 varieties in the world currently. We not only have modern varieties like Honeycrisp, Zester, Pink Lady, Fuji, and so on, but there are many old heirloom types too. We can still get some of these heirloom types at the Madison Farmer's Market where there is a stand operated by a family whose orchard is in Waukesha, Wisconsin. They are called Weston's Antique Apples. My grandparents lived in Madison when I was a child and my family loved to go to the big Saturday market on the square. My mom found this stand and their apples and being the foodie she is fell in love with their apples then she realized they were located very close to our home and so i grew up going to their orchard almost every weekend in the fall she loves their classic macintosh for its crisp yet soft flesh she also loves that their apples because they are heirloom are not large like the apples we find in grocery stores they have varieties that proceed and were parent types to varieties we see in stores like the red delicious a few kinds they have include Ashmead's Kernel, Calvue Blanc d'Hiver, uh, Cox's Orange Pippin, Milton, and Pitt Mason Pineapple. As a kid, I reveled in the sensuality of apples. We went on a journey to a farm amidst all the fall colors. There were crates and crates of different shaped apples of many colors and sizes and flavor profiles, each lovingly described to me by a wonderful old woman or her daughter in a cool, dark barn filled with other interesting objects. I could try any kind I liked, and some had pink flesh. Some tasted like pineapples. Some were so tart my cheeks puckered instantly. So for me, fall means apples, oodles of apples, and lots of fun. I also remember often getting a fall cold and riding in the warm afternoon sun in the car with my mom to the orchard, snacking on some apples, breathing in some fresh air, and feeling instantly better. In my mind, apples are a treat, but they are also healers. There are many old tales about apples. They are in old Norse myths, Irish folk tales, Greek mythology, and more. They are sacred trees to the Druids as well as Native Americans. 
Apple trees are said to represent a door to the fairy world and have many associations with love and marriage, the success or lack thereof. So many tales to be told and not enough time here to share them all. As I grew into my own traditions and interests, I fell in love with plant medicine. My first herbal medicine class was a Materia Medica class, one in which students focused on a new plant almost every week and wrote a short but in-depth paper delving into the plant's life, habits, and history. It was fall and our teacher Erica suggested we start with the plant with which we were familiar for this first paper. I picked the crab apple because I love apples and I love food that is also medicine. So crab apple medicine has a very special place in my heart. I also love climbing and some of my favorite climbing trees as a child were crab apples, small and easy to get up. Okay, I think you get it now. I love apples. And that's all for today, folks. I hope you get out and enjoy some apples yourselves. Thank you for listening today on WDRT Viroqua.